Welcome back, everyone, to I'm No Genius. As always, I'm Eli. I'm joined by my my best friend in the entire world. He's 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 the biggest guy that I know, and also the shortest guy that I know because he's half a man. Uh, it's Grant Sherman. Everybody, how you doing, buddy? I'm I'm actually not doing too well today. It's a it's a sad day. We're in week 18 of the regular season for the NFL. So I watched the last Bengals game for what like eight months. I have to wait eight months so I can watch him play again. Yeah. It's a sad day. We'll get Cam on here soon. He can talk about his Packers. He'll be he'll be stoked. But yeah, for the rest of us, we have to wait. So do have to wait a little bit. It's been been a good season for the most part a very competitive season not too many teams stood out as the clear front runner so yeah i mean grant how did how did the Bengals do today we uh we whooped the browns but they did sit most of their team because they're actually in the playoffs but um we finished with a winning record had a lot of injuries this year pretty pretty optimistic going into next year we kind of messed up our draft position by winning today, but it is what it is. Finished with a winning record. Can't complain. It was a decent season. Yeah. I mean, like, I think Michael Jordan said it best. You're there to win. You're, you know, you're not there to win. You're not there to play for draft picks or whatever. You can do whatever you want. I think uh, Joel Embiid has taught us that trusting the process is not necessarily the way to go. You got to win at the end exactly. of the day. Yeah. You know I mean, uh, was was Joe Flacco playing the the real Joe Shice, Joe Shice, Joe Shiesty? <laughs> Joe Flacco is not today. It's crazy. He got signed four weeks ago, and now he's so valuable. They want to sit him before a playoff game, which, I mean, I completely get it. Dude's been balling. But, um, yeah, they sat him along with most of their other good players. Um, So the Browns will be – they got the Texans in the first round, which I'm excited to watch. That would be a good matchup. A lot of of conflicted Ohio fans. Yeah. They got C.J. Stroud, but – It'll be a fun matchup to watch. Yeah, I, I love watching C.J. Stroud play. I love I loved watching him in college, and now he's tearing it up in Texas and everything. And now they got Joe Flacco, who within four weeks has become an Ohio legend. So yep. it's it's you know it's a conflict of interest, really. Who do you root for? The guy who went to Ohio State, or the guy that beat up on your team for years, won a Super Bowl with the Ravens, and now is playing for your team, trying to lead you yep. to a deep playoff run. So it's going to be interesting to see. And I think if the Browns, I'm pretty sure I might get this wrong. I don't. I haven't been paying a whole lot of attention to the playoffs because the Bengals aren't in it. But yeah. I think if the Browns win, then the next round would be actually against the Ravens. So that'd be pretty cool if Flacco against his old team. Yeah, something something to look out for. I am excited for the playoffs, even though the Bengals aren't in it. Um, still going to watch. Still got my teams that I'm rooting for, but. It just sucks. Last couple years, gotten pretty accustomed to these Super Bowl runs, and yep. the season just didn't quite go our way. But it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, uh, Ohio fans—they've they've taken a beating recently. You know, the Bengals not making the playoffs. You know, with injuries and everything. Ohio State losing to Missouri in the bowl game, and that was. Did we talk about that? We never talked about it. I mean, like I'm trying to, I'm trying to bury it in my mind. I never want to bring it up again. But let's use this, was... let's use this time to mourn the yeah. the Ohio State Buckeyes because like that was that was really exciting. It was you know a couple days after Christmas we had a gathering. You know we all had a watch party at Garrett's house and they could not score a touchdown. It's terrible. It was awful. Like everyone wanted McCord out there the whole year. Yeah. Wanted him out of there, and then we get a new guy in. It was just so much worse. A lot worse. Well, I mean, you know, we throw in Devin Brown after playing, you know, a couple of you know meaningless snaps all year, and we think, okay, it's going to be tough. And then he gets injured, and it's just like, yeah. shoot, we have to rely on our third string quarterback, and that's even worse. Freshman, Freshman yep. never even played a down the entire season. So, and suffice to say, he was not exactly, you know, Cardell Jones, you know, third string quarterback coming in to lead us to a championship. But while the offense was not good at all, the defense was definitely a bright spot for that game. They played very well. Yeah. Aside from a couple big plays, they looked great the whole game. And there's actually a lot of guys returning on that defense. So 
think they should be pretty solid next year. Yeah. I mean, typically with Ohio State, if you hold the if if we hold our who our opponents to un, to like two touchdowns, we're winning that game usually by two or three touchdowns because we you know we average like like thirty five points a game or something like that. But for whatever reason, we kicked a field goal and that was it. Like it was embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, it's I, I'm I'm ready to you, put, uh... ready to put that behind me. Yeah, did you see that we actually got a new transfer from Kansas State quarterback? We did get a new transfer. I'm not familiar new quarterback with quarterback coming in. Not familiar with the details on it. We're not sure. I'm not familiar with his game, what he's done. So, it's going to be interesting. He's all right. He's okay. I think a little bit better than what we had before. Don't expect a whole lot, but yeah. I think he serviceable. Use that word. I mean, I'll I'll take serviceable as long as, you know, the group around him is is good enough. Like if he just needs, you know, like if we just need to run like screen passes all game, then let's do that. Like we just got to get the ball into the hands of our talented wide receivers and let, you know, our skill players do the work. But, mm-hmm. I mean, Ohio State recent years we've been spoiled with extremely good quarterbacks and everything, you know. Very spoiled. From, yeah, Dwayne Haskins, you know, Justin Fields, and then C.J. Stroud, who's now tearing it up. People that hated Stroud when he was there, and now he's destroying the NFL. He's doing great. Probably yeah. rookie of the year. Yeah, he's he's probably the front runner for that. And I think, I think his breakthrough game was like uh, that one week he he posted like 470 yards and like five touchdowns or something like that. And he, I think, I I was playing against who who had him in our fantasy league. I think it was like Adam who had him in our fantasy league. And he put, um, I did, I think, I don't know if, it, I picked him up pretty late in the year. I don't know if someone had him at the point in the season that you're talking about, but I had him for a little bit. I was playing against someone. It, it might not have been our league. It might have been a different league, but CJ Stroud put up like 50 points against me and it was, it just killed my team. So, yeah, but you know. It is what it is. It happens. It, it is what it is. It happens, dude. But it's another, another sad part about football being over is. Fantasy football is also over. Yeah. No more no more checking the lineups every week, finding out what players to put in, players to take out. We have to wait a whole another seven, eight months to do it all over again. Yeah. I mean well for you and me, I mean, I had four wins all year. You had three wins. Two, two wins. Two. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna you should have just went with it, dude. I was gonna give you I the benefit. I should have. Yeah. I, I was gonna give you the benefit of the doubt. But you know, for me and you, we've been checked out for a while. We knew we weren't gonna win. It's just yeah. Like, well, I don't know. I was I was trying to take it pretty serious at the end. I didn't want to be in last place. But this is yeah my first ever last place finish, and uh, it sucks. This this fantasy season didn't even feel real. Yeah, I mean every great franchise comes in last at some point. Yeah, you know you just got to reevaluate and come back better next year. So yep, yep, we're tanking, taking <laughs> getting those draft picks and everything exactly. So. Yeah, that's exactly right. Well, Grant, this is uh, a la- so last episode was our first episode of 2024, but this is the first episode that we're actually recording in 2024, and yes, sir. Uh, we discussed a lot. We well, not a lot, but we discussed a little bit about uh, New Year, New Me in 2024, mm-hmm. and uh, how the gyms will be packed during yep. the first two or three weeks of the new year. Then it'll kind of go back to normal. So. My question is, have you experienced any of that so far in the year? I have not yet, actually. I'm just completely avoiding going to Planet Fitness right now. Um, so I've been going, been working out at home. And then whenever I need like a, like an actual rack, I'll go to the high school and work out there. Um, not looking forward to going back to OU and seeing what our rec center is going to be looking like. Have you? Have you been anywhere, experienced the the crowds? Uh no, I haven't yet. I've been I've I've also been avoiding, you know, commercial gyms as of right now, and I haven't started to work out back on uh campus yet, but I have worked out. There's like this tiny little fitness center in my apartment complex, but it's like a treadmill and like dumbbells and that's it. But I was just like I got to yeah. do something. I got to do something without having to wait, you know, an hour and 45 minutes for a bench to open up. So yeah. But it's it's insane. Like is so bench press obviously it's like the number one piece of equipment that has the longest line. Mm-hmm. 
like everybody wants to get you know wants to have a big chest and everything they want to you know be able to rep a lot of weight on the bench and it's looks annoying cool. it, it yeah. looks cool and everything it's just it's annoying though like yeah i agree i'm definitely not looking forward to going back and experiencing the the crowds and all the people hanging out at the equipment not using it but at the same time if you're new to the gym and you want to get into it we're not discouraging you from going it's, yeah it's great for you hopefully you like it but hopefully you actually uh, are being productive in there yeah I, so i'm just going to take this time to do a public service announcement to all the new people new to the gym in 2024 go for it dude get in the gym better yourself and do all that fun stuff but like don't go in there to one post your post your stuff on social media because i guarantee you nobody cares as much as you do and number two don't go in there to try to be a fitness influencer right out of the gate i i talked about it last episode i don't like a lot of wannabe fitness influencers and this actually reminds me of a story i was working out my freshman year at the rpac and I was, I was on a squat rack. And, you know, if you know me, I hate doing legs and I hate squatting. So I was working out at this squat rack and there's this guy across from me and he sets up, you know, sets like a plate on each side and everything. And I'm, I'm doing my workout. He's across from me. And every time I finished a set, I looked over and he's just like hunched over the bar, like on his phone, like, you know, doing, doing stuff. And I was just like, what? Well, he's not working out. What's he doing and everything. And then he starts, he goes into his bag and he pulls out like a tripod with like, you know, like the, with the, the light ring around it and everything, because apparently the gym doesn't have enough natural light in it. So he needs his own light and he sets up his phone and everything. He goes like, so today guys, you know, we're going to be working uh, legs today. We're going to be doing a lot of quads and, you know a lot of uh, calves and you start to listen like parts of the body and everything. And then says, yeah, we're going to finish up with glutes and stuff like that. But I like to do a warm up to start out my day. So I'm going to do some squats to start out. You guys ready? Okay. And then he turns it off and I, and I'm just staring at him the entire time. And I'm just like, dude, stop this. And he didn't stop it. He kept going. So you guys get a lot of that at Ohio state, a lot of influencers with cameras and stuff. Yeah, I like. I mean, uh, they're mainly at the RPAC, which is like the biggest rec center on mm -hmm. campus. And yeah, I've been there once with you. It's yeah, super nice, but it's massive, and I feel like I'd get lost in there. Yeah, like yeah, you and I, we worked out there one time, and it's not easy to get to because you have to park in a parking garage, and then you have to, you know, walk like a quarter mile to uh, you know, the intersection of uh, Annie and John Glenn Avenue. And then you walk in and then you got to find there's like there's like four stories to it and everything. So you have to find, uh, you know, which which floor has the equipment you want to use. And you got to go up and down to go between different pieces of equipment. So it's a lot. It's a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, we surprisingly don't have that many influencers at OU. We only have usually a couple people who actually like carry around the tripods and like record their stuff. But um the like the people who do like i would actually listen to because they're like in good shape they're big but i don't we don't really experience a lot of that of just like people setting up cameras and talking into them in between their sets i yeah. don't know how i'd react to that i'd i mean i'd probably just look away yeah and yeah you know like that's that's what i do too you know i'm not i'm not really concerned with what they're doing i'm trying to just focus on me and everything but you know it is a bit annoying because like they they set up their tripod and like walk areas and everything and like you know they're they've got like a bunch of just weights kind of like like hoarded around mm -hmm. around their you know their station because that's where they're working the entire day and it's just it's a little annoying it's a little uh it's a little inconsiderate if you know the other gym goers and everything people yeah. that you know they just they they work in silence you know they want to, you know just they want to get a good workout in and you're kind of preventing that a little bit, but there's, there's a fine line between, you know, people who are actually, you know, being helpful, people who are actually like making good stuff to post and other people who just want, you know, a little bit of attention. The attention yeah. On the likes. Yep. Absolutely. Want the likes, man. We talked about fitness influencers a lot. We talked about Sam Solek who mm -hmm. like Sam, Sam Solek's such a great one, but like, he's like the most socially awkward 
fitness influencer in the world because there are Absolutely. like because there are like entire YouTube compilations of of him like just talking to himself and mm -hmm. then and then someone like he's like yeah you know uh we uh we wanted to get a good pump on that one and you know I'm trying to get the cut going right now and then like some other guy he like he like pulls up his headphones and he's just like what'd you say he goes like not talking to you buddy <laughs> he has no problem talking to himself it's only when other people come up that's when he gets like all jittery and stuff yeah which like i mean i've i've been caught talking to myself a bunch of times and mm -hmm. i i act in a similar way it's just like sorry not talking to you you know but i've never i've never talked to myself in a gym before i can't say i've done that either Publicly, might so. might start singing or something a little bit humming to the music but i'm not actually gonna start talking to myself yeah well grant uh you know it's new year new me and everything uh right. getting back into the gym and everything you got any resolutions that involve your your gym work or maybe you know fitness journey you going on this year um, i'm just gonna start running again i got i kind of i do cardio after every workout but it's just kind of like hop on the bike for 10 minutes um but over over christmas break i've put on a little bit of weight um so as if I, as yeah, have you know, i as have i most people have so I think I'm going to start running again. Um, and I I got this new water jug. Make myself drink more water. There you go. Those are those are pretty much my two two gym resolutions to to work on throughout the beginning part of this year. Yeah. I I might, you know, I myself I've gained a lot of weight during the during over this past semester really. I've gained a lot of weight. Just because, you know, I haven't been in the gym as frequently as I used to, and I've been eating just whatever I want. So, uh, You've been busy. I, I've been busy, but, you know, not not in a good way. Not busy enough for me to just not have time for the gym. Because, like, you know, who doesn't have, like, an hour a day just to go to the gym? Like, I mean, there's 24 mm -hmm. hours in a day. Sacrifice, sacrifice an hour. I sound like David Goggins. Sacrifice an hour of sleep. You know, get yourself up in the morning. What are you doing? Like, stuff like that. But... Uh, yeah, I put on a little bit of weight and we're going to, uh, this is an exclusive for all the I'm no genius listeners out there. We're going to Destin uh, for spring break and oh. yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun and I want to look good for the Instagram. So got to look, got to get some semblance of abs back. Well, I never really had them before, but you know, still it will be to... here by spring break. Yeah. I'm, I'm willing yeah. to. Yeah, I'm willing to put you know bet on myself a little bit. I'm current. Yeah, I want I want to lose. Uh, I'm not going to tell you how much I weigh because it's a little embarrassing. But I want to <laughs> lose. I want to I want to lose like 30 pounds. So in, there you go. In, in three months, so that's 10 pounds. Three a months. Month. Hey, I mean, just diet and cardio. I think you got it. Yeah, yeah, and I see like these crazy fitness like weight loss journeys for like celebrities and stuff like that, like Chris Pratt. Like when he was going from like Parks and Recreation to like, Guardians he looks like and... a completely different person. Yeah, yeah, that like, one is crazy. He was like, he said he was like two seventy five or something, and he lost like sixty pounds mm -hmm. to be in Guardians of the Galaxy. And I'm just like, maybe I could do something like that. And then I looked up how he did it, and he basically starved himself. So I was like, mm -hmm. well, I don't know if I can do that. Like, I may, probably got to try something different. But, I'm sure you've seen uh, uh, Christian Bale, his weight transformations in all of his movies. It's so, it's insane. Christian Bale has all of my respect as an actor. He's like he's the one of the most talented actors ever. He's so into his roles, but as like a guy who can control his body weight, he has even more respect. Like because he's you know, let's see, like in American Psycho, he's like he's built like a great god. Like he looks, mm -hmm. he looks amazing, and then in Batman Begins, he like Sound got Batman. he got he got massive for that. He yeah. like be bulked up a ton, and then he loses a bunch of weight for a couple of his roles. One of the one of them is the fighter, and then he just gets been, fat. For roles yeah, too. Yep. So very very impressive, very dedicated to his roles. Got to respect yeah. it. Yeah, and it's it is funny. Like uh, Tristan McDaniel, he uh, like I used to work out at the field house a lot last year. And I would I would run into him a lot, and we would just talk about like Christian Bale, like a lot, mm -hmm. <laughs> just just like random stuff about Christian Bale. 
And he goes like, yeah, you ever seen uh, Christian Bale's movie The Machinist? And I was like, I've never seen that. He goes like, dude, he loses like 120 pounds to be like this like really skinny guy. And I was like, that's I couldn't remember the name of it. But that yeah, that's the one where he gets super skinny. He went from I think that one was like right after one of the Batman movies. And he lost like all the muscle. Or I think, I don't know, I might be getting the timeline mixed up, but yeah. he was extremely skinny for that role and then put on the weight again like it was nothing. Yeah, I mean, like, I wish I wish I could do that, man. I don't know how to, well, I mean, I probably can do it, but I don't know how to do it that fast. Like, he's doing yeah. this He's doing this in a matter of months and everything. And I'm just like... I'm sure being rich and having all these other people to help give you uh, tips on how to achieve that helps, but... Still, it can't be. It can't be easy. It can't be easy, man. But that does remind me, like, I, you know, I'm a big nerd. I love comic books, and I love uh, specifically, I love the Batman movies. And I recently played all of the uh, Batman Arkham games. So, like Arkham, Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and Arkham Knight. I don't know if you played those games, but basically, uh, the games feature a Batman who is like six foot four. And absolutely yoked, like he's he's like he, he's like a massive human being and everything. And I, in my mind, I'm thinking like, dude, I'm six foot four. Why can't I look like that and everything? I, I, you know, just like hard work, dedication, not sleeping at night, and also prowling the streets of Gotham. I feel like I could be as fit as Batman is in those games. Yep. By spring break. By spring break, you know, like by I'll, spring break, you'll be I'll, there. I'll set a deadline. Yeah, I'm not afraid to do that, but you know, I'm trying. I'm still in search of the Batman physique and everything. He's got like you know, 25 inch biceps while having like you know a 16 inch waist and everything. So it's like it's very, very particular and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, there's a lot of talk recently of like who the new Batman is going to be. You know, after Robert Pattinson and stuff like. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I like think Robert- he has a few more movies in him, doesn't he? Yeah, Robert Pattinson, he just signed on to do like three movies, like mm-hmm. like three three of his own Batman movies, and people are already talking about like who's going to be the next Batman after him or like who's mm. going to be who's going to be the Batman in like the the DC universe, like not just the Batman movies, but like uh you know, people have said, you know that one guy from uh it's a TV show Reacher. Um Okay, just- yeah, I don't know. I I know who you're talking about. I see. Uh, I've never actually watched that show. I just see it pop up on TikTok from time to time. Yeah, it's, well, his name's Alan Richson. Huge, yeah. mass. He's like six foot three, massive guy, and everything. People are saying they want him to play Batman. Other people are saying like you know, uh, ben, give Ben Affleck another chance and everything. And I'm just like, dude, I just want a Batman who is scary. I, I, yeah. I, want, I want a Batman who strikes fear into the hearts of. Uh, criminals and also has a cool you know bruce wayne character because like robert pattinson you know he uh he was he was good as batman mm-hmm. but his, his bruce wayne was a little little emo you know i agree i was gonna say that i watched uh i watched that batman movie a little bit later than everyone else did i don't know why i just didn't really get around to it but i definitely liked his batman more than uh yeah i'd probably say more than christian bales but okay. as for like the actual bruce wayne i'd have to give it to christian bale christian yeah christian bale i mean i feel like christian bale's the most solid batman out of all of them like just all around Mm -hmm. like his batman and bruce wayne they're both just like really really solid and everything i mean there's better Mm -hmm. there's better batman there's better bruce waynes and everything but you know christian bale's got as close to the best of both worlds that anybody's gotten so absolutely but yeah aren't they uh they just cast a new superman too didn't they yeah, like uh, around around six months ago, they casted uh, this dude named David Cornsweat, and uh-huh. uh, you know he's he hasn't done a lot of high profile stuff, but he's he's like six four, and he's you know you know brown hair, blue eyes, and he looks like Superman. So I mean, it's hard to complain about that. And he was re- he recently did a press conference for like I don't know some other movie that he was doing, and he looks a lot like Henry Cavill now. Like he he put on really? a he put on a lot of muscle mass, dude. What happened to uh, Cavill? Did he just get too old, or he didn't want I mean, to anymore? I mean, uh, Cavill, like 
he he said he wanted to, and every, it was last year around the time Black Adam came out, and mm-hmm. uh, he was saying like, yeah, you know, I want I want to keep doing these movies. These movies are a lot of fun. I love uh, I love you know Superman, and I want to keep doing this. And then you know, DC hires James Gunn to be the new uh, you know guy, the new president, I guess, to you know make the movies and stuff like that. And James mm-hmm. and James Gunn says, "No, we're going to recast you. I'm sorry." And it yeah. it's it stinks because Cavill he looks like a really good Superman. But... I, say, I thought he was a great Superman. Yeah, I mean, like his movies his movies weren't great, but he himself they he was a good Superman. Like, yeah, yeah, but like I mean, David. So Cohen... are they they're completely redoing everything in the DC universe or whatever. That's... That's what it's looking like right now. But, like, there's a lot of uncertainty there because, you know, Jason Momoa, who plays Aquaman, he's he's saying, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to come back and I'm going to play Aquaman again. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, some people are saying that, like, Gal Gadot is going to come back and play Wonder Woman. And it's just, like, why would you recast Superman but keep everybody else? It doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. But that, I don't know. It's all speculation at this point. So, like. I mean, Superman is the only guy that they've recasted so far, but we'll see what happens. Interesting. It is interesting. And, I mean, I know we haven't talked about this in a while because it's been on a decline as of recently, but the Marvel Universe, the Marvel movies, uh, it it hasn't been a great couple of years for them. It has not. Do they have anything... What was, like, their most recent good movie that came out guardians of the galaxy three yeah i think so i i don't even i don't i don't even remember the movies that came out in 2023 that's what i was saying i couldn't like even think of the ones that came out this year um I think or so. i don't even know what they have coming up like there's nothing even I, i'm super I, excited about i do know they have deadpool 3 coming up oh yeah that's true is that, that is that this year yeah it should be i think it's late this year i think it's like november or something so okay. that should be if if it's just Ryan Reynolds doing his thing, that should be good. I'm I'm hyped for that. Yep. Marvel, do not mess this up. So we'll see what happens. But just let him cook. Let him cook. I mean I mean Deadpool, like I think it's be- like people are asking, like, you know, when's Deadpool gonna join the universe? When's Deadpool gonna interact with all these heroes and everything? And I'm just like, dude, let Deadpool just do his own thing. I mean, his movies made like made like two billion dollars collectively, and you know they didn't. He didn't even need any other heroes with him, so just let him do his thing. Like, so it, he's a part of like the MCU because I never knew if he was or not, or I didn't know if he was like um, like Andrew Garfield Spider Man, if, if if it was like a completely different thing. Yeah, I don't know, but ladies and gentlemen, we have a new new guy joining us. It's uh, Premier Remy Thirty Five. How you doing, buddy? I'm so terribly sorry. It took so long. <laughs> where where were you, buddy? Tell tell us what you were doing. You really want to know what I was doing? I would love to do know you what you really doing. want to know. I do. Well, boys, I was celebrating. You know why I was celebrating? Because the future is now. The future is now. Know, I don't know if you guys recall, but a couple weeks back, not even weeks, a couple months. Actually, it was the summertime. I was walking around. People were saying, Cam, you're a Packers fan. And I said, yeah, diehard, actually. Love the Packers. They said, uh, Jordan Love, he's been on the Packers for four years. This is his first year starting. You believe in him? I said, do I believe in him? Jordan Love is the future. That's what I was telling people. I took a poll when I was in Athens, Ohio. 20 people said he was in the future. I didn't go to bed until I got 21 people saying he was the future. Took a while. Took a long time. Guess what? Packers in the playoffs. I don't know if you remember this last year. Uh, the Packers were in the exact same situation. Aaron Rodgers just had to beat the Lions. The Lions. The Lions. Same old Lions. Had to beat the Lions in week 18 to go to the playoffs. Guess what he couldn't do? He couldn't beat the Lions. He to go couldn't playoffs. beat the Lions to go to the playoffs. Jordan Love had to beat the Bears. Fierce rivals. Bears, Packers, no love lost. Hate each other. Throw out the record books. You never know what's going to happen when these two teams play. Jordan Love beat the, beat the Bears today. We're going to the playoffs. We play the Cowboys. Cowboys are a good team. Jordan Love's amazing. That's where I was. But yeah. actually, I, I was at home because my mom's home alone, and she said she was scared, and I'm a mama's boy. 
your, your, understandable. Mom, your mom yeah. was your mom was home alone and she was scared yeah it's dark it is dark but Duh. the house is not no still you, you don't get you don't you don't get scared when you're home alone you don't you don't hear the creaks and the cracks and the and the walls and the floor you get scared no oh just me all right well, <laughs> just you i get it must i must get it from my mom yeah there you go dude i mean cam uh Packers, they won. How satisfied are you with their season overall? I mean, obviously it ended in triumph, but there were some highs and lows, that's for sure. Yeah, no, the start of the season, I was um, – my drink of choice was bleach. Wasn't very pleased with what they were doing. Um, but hey, Weren't you out on Jordan Love at one point? At the I wasn't of the year? I, You weren't no, out? Never. Okay. Down, not out. Down, Down. okay. Yeah, Down, yeah, yeah. but not out. He, he, there was times he looked rough, he looked rough, but hey, it's his first year. First year as a starter. And those growing pains, we're the youngest team in the NFL. We got a bunch of nobody receivers who everybody's going to know here real soon. And I don't know if you guys know this, but the last time the Packers won the Super Bowl, when I became a Green Bay fan, they mm. were the seventh seed. Mm. Guess, what, guess what seed we just got? Which one? 25. Seven. We got the seventh seed. That was 52, actually. Either way. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Seven seeds. So. So you, you get, have the Cowboys first round. We made the playoffs. Okay. You're going play- to Jerry's world. We made the playoffs. Made the playoffs. Yeah. That's like- what's the confidence level that you will be advancing to play? What would it be? The Lions. We're in the, we're in the playoffs. Um. This this is a rebuilding year. Um. And to make the playoffs in a rebuilding year is, is is exceptional. I still think Joe Barry needs fired, but we made the playoffs. Made the playoffs. Cam, you sound like uh any more questions? Like, you sound like Bill Belichick a little bit. And like, you know, a lot of reporters at one of the most recent press conferences, actually not recent, it was a couple of weeks ago, they were asking him, Coach, after this season, how likely are you to uh, you know, see yourself back in the driver's mm-hmm. seat next season. He goes, you know, you know, we're getting ready for we're getting ready for the next week. So you know, mm-hmm. you know, we'll, 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 we're getting ready for next week. Uh, coach, how how likely is it that you know your team your team will make uh, you know a late surge at the end of the season? You know, we're getting ready for the next week. So yeah, you know, it, it's you know that's all we're worried about right now. That was good. That was a good Belichick impression. Thank you. I um, listen, the the Cowboys are really good, but. They've also been waxed by the Niners. The Niners are really good. But Jordan Love looked good today. Uh, Wicks looked good today. Dontavian, fire name, by the way. Um, I have a bunch of Madden. I I texted Cam this in the middle of the game. I had no idea who any of the Packers receivers are. Yeah, these all sounded like Madden-generated players. Dog. If Christian Watson ever gets healthy, he'd help. Uh, Romeo Dobbs, dog. We got Luke Musgraves, the tight end back, dog. It'll be a good game. If our defense shows up, it'll be a good game. If our defense doesn't show up, we made the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. that's right. I mean, Cam, I, I, I have to agree with Grant. These sound like, you know, like in those classic like teams on NBA 2K, like where like the last yeah. four names are like John Brown, John Smith, John Johnson, and then like, you know, John Charles or something like yeah. that. These are just random people to me. Yeah. I, I don't think these people, I don't are, think real. These people are real. They are. But they're young, they're little babies, and they're going to grow into beautiful butterflies. And you're going to want a Dontavian Wicks jersey. I don't know if I will. No, you will. But, I promise like, you, you will. Okay. Oh, geez. Well, so Cam, what I what I missed the per first thirty minutes. Well, you know we, we talked, uh, yeah talked about football, talked about how depressing it was that it's over for for most of us. We said we'll let you yeah. talk. We, well, we we made the playoffs. Yeah, you're still going. We're done. Um, and then uh, we talked a little bit, a little bit of Marvel, a little bit of DC Universe, and then you hopped on. Fire, fire, well, fire. We, we talked a lot about, uh, you know, 2024 and commercial gyms, fitness. Mm, I mean, there's yeah. going to be, uh, it's going to be a sea of humanity at commercial gyms. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was just wondering if, you know, I know you at, as an OCU, you know, special, uh, NAIA basketball player, you guys have a, a lot of great facilities uh, down there in the Ville. Uh, you know, like, at, have you experienced any of this surge in, you know, people arriving at the gym during the new year? I'm going to be 100% honest with you. Um, 
if I were to take my shirt off right now, you would say, oh, he's not an athlete. So I haven't been in the gym quite a lot, really. Um, I don't look great. Um, I don't feel great. And but you know what? This was this this is what I was telling um Devin. And he he's a gym nut, loves to work out. At the end of November, I was like, look, it's the holidays. There's a lot of food that's gonna come my way. And I'm very bad at saying no to food. And you know what bears do when the winter comes? They, they just eat and yeah. eat and eat and they hibernate. So that was hibernation season. Springtime is upon us, kind of, metaphorically. So now I need to come out of the den and go into the den that is the gym. Yeah. Trade trade in one den for another. Mm-hmm. So that hopefully means- I do that. I plan on doing that. But also, yeah. um, I go to the Y in Circleville just because, I mean, we have weights here, but it's just all free weights. So I go to the Y. No, don't don't insult OCU's facilities. Oh, I'm not they, at all. I'm, I'm top, not at all. Top notch. They are. They are. I, I in the shape that I'm in, I don't feel worthy to <laughs> to to build myself up in there. So I go to where everyone else goes at the Y, and um, they just up the prices on me. So I I better see some big improvements in there. I did go the other day. Um, new med balls. There we go. Cool. I used them in my workout because they were new. Um, that's all I got. That's yeah. that's the only, that's the only improvement I saw. So maybe I'll see some things sprinkled in. Um, it's a, it's a slow, slow process. Yeah, They're yeah. slowly right. adding. To it. I, maybe I, by the summer. It's all right. Rebuilding year at the Y. Right. Yeah. I think I think Cam is the only uh like customer at the Y. So he's he's solely driving their profits as of right now. No, so, no, no, so no, he, no. no, he's paying $600 a month in you don't the understand, membership to the Y. You don't understand the amount of social security that is paid into the Y because of all the blue hairs that walk around that track. Yeah. And they cruise. <laughs> they own that Y. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's funny. But, like, yeah, Cam, we were talking about fitness and everything and how, you know, gyms are going to be packed and how – me and Grant were on we're on fitness journeys during during the spring, you know, during the new year. Cam, are you Definitely on put on some are, weight? Yeah, and we've put on some weight a little bit. Cam, you talked about how you're not it's in the best shape right now. I look disgusting, and it's not just the mustache and whatever the hell this is. I look <laughs> terrible. I mean, I look like a manchichi. My hair's growing out. I haven't got a haircut in probably two months. Um, when I do get a haircut, I got to get it changed so I don't look like I just applied to the Marines. Um, yeah, we're a lot of stuff's going to change for C Prim this year. I don't know if it's going to be good or bad. A lot of stuff's going to change. We'll um, see. And I'm excited for you guys to be along on the journey. Um, I just came. I have an online class to start tomorrow. This really has nothing to do with the conversation. I just have to get it out because it's stressing me out. Not ready to get back into school mode. I was looking at the syllabus, looking at everything I have to do. 15-week oh. class, all online. Don't want to do it. Yeah, I feel you. Do, do both your guys' classes start tomorrow? Mine start on Tuesday. Okay, I don't. I don't have in person classes till Wednesday. This is just an online class, but those scare me more than in person classes do. Why? Yeah. Why do? Why do online classes scare you more than in persons do? Because, like, I know. I mean, I, I'm. I imagine it's different for you guys at bigger schools, but like an in person class here, I can talk to my professor regular, like just after class go up and talk to him so if i m- miss something they'd be like hey keep an eye out for this online i gotta be boots on the ground locked in everything you know what i mean yeah i mean it's definitely definitely different at osu and everything i mean like from class to class you could have you know like 30 students in one class or you could have like 300 students in one class so yeah you know there's a wide range of you know professors who actually care about you I had I had a professor last semester who who uh, taught me sports journalism. She was like the best professor I've ever had. She was very you know caring towards us. She was very attentive. She you know made sure we were caught up on our assignments and stuff like that. And then I have other professors that just do not care at yeah. all. So they're they're paid they they're paid to be there because I actually don't know why they're paid mm-hmm. to be there. So hi Red. That that's the only reason they usually give. I guess, but Which, like I don't know what that means. Cool. I don't want to go back to school. 
Yeah, and like, like I asked my parents, like, what? Why do they pay professors so much money if they don't even teach? Like the TAs do all the work and stuff like that, and they're just like, well, most professors they get paid because they're doing re they're conducting research at the university and everything, and I was just like, I'm a communications major. What research are they conducting? Talking to you. Talking to not communicating. talking to us. They're not communicating. They're seeing how long how long until our students go insane and just revolt on the whole system. That is a good point. Can you imagine uh like being in Indiana Jones's class? It's like, oh what what are you working on right now? Oh, I'm just gonna go fight the Nazis and steal a ghost box. <laughs> Dude, I oh, cool. <laughs> awesome. I can't can't wait to read that one. That's such a good point. Being an Indiana, being a student in Indiana Jones's class, and he just disappears for six weeks at a time <laughs> to go to go to Bolivia to find like you know this lost artifact and bring yeah. it back. Like, and you know, is it really ethical what he's doing? He's like taking like these artifacts from like ancient burial grounds and saying mm -hmm. it belongs in a museum. <laughs> just, like, just stealing them. He, he's just stealing these artifacts and everything. Yeah. It's just like. Oh, I don't know. Like I, I, you have like the right idea, but bad execution. He, he comes back. He's sitting at his desk. Like, Doctor Jones, are you okay? He's like, you're not gonna have to believe this. Aliens are real. <laughs> what? This big I ass to, crystal skull. Yeah. I wanted to mention this while we were still talking about uh, college and college classes. Eli is starting his last semester of college. Yeah. One more left. How are we feeling? Excited? Sad? do uh, a little anxious you know i'm getting out there into the real world I'm, I'm ready to be done with school and for the rest of my life essentially unless i go back and get a master's but that's not going to be like school it'll be easy from what i can see uh and i'm ready to get a job i'm ready to get you know a real person job you know be a real adult and everything but uh the only problem is no one will hire me so nice. so apparently nice. Apparently, there's a lot of people that graduate with a communications degree from Ohio State University, so uh, we will see what happens. Nah, it's all going to work out. Just yeah. uh, we'll take all, off soon. Yeah. yeah. Listen, we're going to the moon. It's a new year. Same us, so we're already yeah. massively successful. Already. Um, we'll be just fine. We'll be You're, just you'll be just fine. You're going to get a job. Easy peasy. You're going to be the next Jim Ganahl without the Type 2, and everything's going to be great. <laughs> Yeah, definitely don't want type two, dude. No. <laughs> don't want it. No. Not gonna have. But yeah, I mean, I'm trying to look for jobs and everything. I, I mean, I told you guys like I applied to like 30 jobs like a month ago and everything. I've already received 25 no's. Just like, like I keep Just getting that one. I get these emails, dude. Like I applied to all the stations around Columbus and stuff like that, and I'm just like, hey, you know, I, you know, I really, I'm really interested in your job. You know, I'll, I'll start wherever you want me to. Just you know. As long as I finish on top, yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's that's my sure. that's my slogan. Uh, <laughs> that's it's on my re it's on my resume. It says Eli Burgett. I'll start wherever, but I finish on top. Oh, okay, that works. <laughs> yeah, that works. Yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, I applied to a bunch of these jobs, and like they send me like the same like automated email. They're just like, uh, thank you for your interest and everything, but after careful review of your application, we have decided to not move forward with your application and everything. And I'm just like, w why for whatever for, and it's just, I read on and they say, we have, you know, there's a lot of qualified candidates applying to our position. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, well, first off, I know that's a lie because I looked on LinkedIn. There's only nine applicants. That's why I applied for this job. So you're saying that I'm not in the top nine. Like that's tough. That's what tough. if you respond back with like a nasty email and then it's like in the movies, like, you know what kid? I like your moxie. We need something like that around here in the higher. Yeah, You're yeah. I, I love your honesty. Good answer. No one's ever said that to me, and no one's ever stuck up to me like that. You're no hired. one is. No one has ever been that disrespectful to me in my entire career, yeah. in my twenty-five years in this industry. When can you start? Just like, so like <laughs> exactly. Just it's like the shot. It might be like it might be like my best way in and everything. Like I usually like you know, whenever I come into like a job interview. Which, by the way, I don't want to brag, but every job interview I've ever had, they offered me the job. Whoa. Just, well, that, maybe just, that, that's your issue. You just haven't no. got the interview. You, as, I, you just need one interview. Like I just Grant said, you just need one. I just, just need one. I just know. I'm just going to warn them ahead of time. 
look, you bring me in for an interview, that job will be mine to turn down. So, oh, you know, yeah. proceed with caution, okay? Uh, but yeah, just need that one one job interview. So, like, yeah, uh, ABC6, NBC4, 10TV, ESPN, Fox Call Sports, Big Ten. If you're yeah. watching this, and we know you out. are, because this show is watched by everybody. Everyone. Hire me, because I would like to start making money to do something like this. You know what you should do? You should take, uh, oh, what's his name? He looks like a gay George Clooney. He is gay. But he does. he's like the moderator for all the Real Housewives. I was going to say. Oh, Cohen uh, something? A- a- Andy Cohen. Andy Cohen. Yeah. Yep. You should be Andy Cohen without being gay. I, I mean, I don't care if you are. Without the gay, <laughs> if you want. Without the gay. So. But you should be, it's up to you. Whatever, whatever suits you best. <laughs> yes. You should be the next Andy Cohen. You should just moderate all these divas, and Eli's just sitting there like, you know, you got a point, Stephanie. Yeah, you know, like Lashana, you you have feelings, obviously. <laughs> and why do you think that Tiafana is disrespecting you on the regular? Yeah, and stuff like that. And I'll just I'll be the perfect instigator because I'll pretend to be everybody's friend, mm-hmm. but I, like in secret, I'll just be stirring the pot mm-hmm. the entire time because that's how these reality shows make money. And then Wait. as the cat as the cat fights go on, you moderate it like it's a basketball game, like you're calling a game. Oh, dude, yeah, like I I would totally do if that was a job, I would do that. Yeah, that'd be fire. <laughs> that would be awesome. But like, I could see that. It's funny that you mentioned Andy Cohen, like him and Anderson Cooper. They always have yeah, like both gay, both gay. Yes, they always have like they always host like the New Year's like for like NBC and stuff like that. Mm, so yeah, like, yeah. I don't know who this is. I had no idea who Andy Cohen Look was. up Andy Cohen. I, yeah, I'm sure you'd recognize him. Well, yeah, he said uh, New Year's Eve, and I remember, yeah. but... Yeah, like, but, like, they, they always host the New Year's Eve party for NBC and stuff like that, and every year it's just, like, a contest to see how much they can drink before making a fool of themselves on live TV. So, nice. like... And yeah, they, like, they cut them off last year. Yeah, they cut because they got too hammered. Everyone they do that every year? They do it every yeah. year. I didn't know that. <laughs> Every it's, it's it's funny like you know the pair of them like I mean they're both like I mean Andy Cohen's like a reality show like host mm-hmm. and like you know a talk show moderator and then there's Anderson Cooper who's like an actual like news anchor like buttoned up news like, like a but like a very like you know well put together person and he's getting hammered with Andy Cohen on live TV that is, that so, is fun that's cool yeah which by the way how was I, I didn't ask you guys how was your New Year's you really you just Great. assume that we just got bundled on New Year's Eve and they had to cut us from the live air? I mean, I thought I'd ask. I'm just kidding. Okay. Um, it was good. Fun. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. I I, I would like to make a, a quick shout out here. Shout out Brooklyn Baldwin for she made these little, like you. I think she just cut up a baguette and then put cream cheese and a cucumber and everything bagel seasoning on it. It was so good for no reason. She was like, yeah. we went to her apartment. She was like, I have these if you want them. I was like, oh, I'll take seven, hundred, and just hammered them. Cam, like, I don't know if you've seen Parks and Recreation, but mm-hmm. there's there's a scene where uh, Ron Swanson, who's like one of the best characters in the show, mm-hmm. he, he gets invited to a party and he says, uh, uh, it says here that I have to bring a dish. Uh, does is if, uh, if I were to bring some deviled eggs, could I store them in your fridge, but only for me to consume? Would that be appropriate for this <laughs> gathering? And like the guy said, yes, and stuff like that. So like, I feel like that's you. I feel like you're the guy to bring, you know, food to a party, but just for yourself. See, I don't. I wouldn't say I'm that. Far, but you're two for two on impressions. That was a good run, Swanson oh, impression. Thank you. Um. I wouldn't say I go that far, but I definitely like hoard food and I'm very territorial. 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 And so, like, an example, this happened just yesterday <laughs> and today. It had to happen. It happens almost every day. So, we had Chipotle order before our game, and the order was running behind. So, like, some guys just didn't eat for the game because they didn't want to eat Chipotle and then go play. What's, wrong, mine, what's wrong with that? I did that all the time in high school. It, it, 
I don't know. Some guys are different. And Jimmy, if Jimmy eats anything, he get thinks he has uh, like Ebola. Like his stomach just erodes. So I went and picked up Jimmy's Chipotle for him. I was like, I'll just put it in the fridge. And then I was like, should I tell him what's in there? Or should I like, should I let him know what's in there for after the game if he's hungry or not? I was like, yes, you should. You should not eat your roommate's food. So I told him. And then today I was like, hey, by the way, that Chipotle is in the fridge. But like, if you don't want it, don't worry about it. Like, I'll make sure it disappears. I'll, I'll eat it. And then tonight he goes, hey, that Chipotle is still in the fridge. I was like, oh, man, I'm so stuffed. I'm going to eat it as soon as we get off of this. And then today I was home and coach is like, if anyone's on campus, meet uh, Coach Kevin at Panda Express and he'll get you dinner. I was this close to texting Jimmy, hey, I'm eating at the house tonight, but if you want to get me a plate with orange chicken and uh, something else, no problem. I always tell when it's there, but I didn't. And I stopped myself. I restrained. It was hard, but I restrained. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure we've mentioned it before on this podcast, but anytime that we go out to eat as a friend group, we never have to worry about getting boxes if we have leftovers as long as we have cam with us because he'll just pick a little bit of everything from everyone's plate after the game last night i go with my grandparents city barbecue they each get a a brisket sandwich it's it's a sandwich for one person i'm looking at the menu oh what do i want it all it all looks good i think i'll get the city sampler that serves two people ate the whole thing it was like uh turkey sausage brisket pulled pork two pieces of texas toast Ate all that, came with two sides, corn pudding, mac and cheese, gone. Papo didn't, Papo didn't eat his uh, baked beans or coleslaw. Guess who did? Me. I get back to the room. Jimmy went to B-dubs with his family. He's got a whole box, and not just his wings left over, but his his two sisters and his little brother. There was probably 15 wings in there. I just got back from City Barbecue, still burping up the, the swine wine sauce there, right? Sitting there, just hammering Asian saying mild, medium, hot. I was like, oh, I don't need any of this. This hurts so bad. Oh, I have an issue. Yeah. And that and that's what 2020 is 2024 is for. I'm gonna actually I'm not even gonna commit to anything. I I've done this my entire life. Yeah, Cam, I mean I don't want to bring this up so late in the game, but I think you might have an eating disorder, dude. <laughs> it's so bad. He just likes food. Oh my god! I know you like food, but like, there are so many examples. I can literally. We've got the documents to prove. We've got the videos to prove it. We've made clips of just you talking about food, and I could make an entire. <laughs> I could make an entire playlist of just you talking about how much food you consume, and. The only thing that makes me mad is that you don't gain any weight, any visible weight from the outside. You're but still I'm skinny. Going to. Eventually, I'm going to it. It's going to be a nightmare. A nightmare. It's going to be I'm scary gonna... when basketball stops. No more running. I'm going to have to shrink my stomach. Like I'm, I'm going to have to take it at a month where I eat normal person size portions and like shrink my stomach so I'm not hungry all the time. I'm going to have to see a, a, a hypnotist. Do some like now you see me type stuff to me, so I don't, so I'm not tempted. I don't know what I'm gonna do. It's yeah. gonna be bad, and it's not that I'm hungry all the time. I am, but it's because <laughs> I've trained myself to just eat so much. I just hate seeing food go to waste because my dad was always like, "Oh, if you don't eat it now, you're gonna have to eat it later." Well, I don't want to eat it later, and I'm not gonna waste any food on the table. So I eat it, <laughs> and then now I'm just trained. If something's left on the table, it's a sin, and it's gotta be gone. I gotta eat it all. It's a sin if it's left on the table. My goodness, that those are words to live by, right there. I might have to cut my tongue out. Yeah. I'll do this. I'll do the podcast in sign language. <laughs> cutting cutting your tongue out is not gonna like quench your thirst or like quench your uh, your your stomach. I like, won't taste you know. anything. I will say the one time I um the one time I didn't I didn't have a desire to eat was when I got COVID. Couldn't taste or smell anything. So it just took all the joy out of eating, and I didn't eat. Lost probably 10 pounds. It was incredible. It was incredible. All it took was a a serious pandemic to make you lose weight. (laughs) But, like, I was – I've never been, like, truly depressed. I was – like, I was genuinely depressed. Like, I hated everything. Mom was like, why are you so mopey? 
You can't eat anything. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> do you, Do you remember uh, back in high school? It was It was like my junior year or something. My parents they decided that they were going to go like on this low carb or like no carb diet and everything. And yeah. I was thinking, I was thinking like, you know what? I'm I feel like I'm a little overweight right now. I'm going to try and go on this diet too. So I did it for about a week, and I was the most grumpy, most like unhappy person. I have ever been in my entire life and I didn't realize that like carbohydrates they like give you like energy Mm -hmm. I did not know that Mm -hmm. and and I was walking around school just like like low energy all the time just mad at ever mad at the world really I was so upset but then I I did it for like five days and then like on on the on the sixth day I ate a dozen Krispy Kremes, nice. and I and I felt go. I felt nice. so much better. Like, <laughs> the amount of relief, replenished. Yeah, dude. Like, like uh, I, it reminds me of you know that. Uh, uh, don't don't make fun of my mom when I say this, but do you remember uh, like the boxer Patty, like Patty? Uh, what's his name? Patty the Patty. Patty UFC the guy? Yeah. yeah, yeah, like yeah. the the Irish uh, yeah, box, yeah. like or uh, UFC fighter or whatever. Yeah, yeah. He he was like doing like a post fight interview or something like that and they said uh or like maybe it was like a pre-fight because he was talking about how his workout regimen has changed since you know he's going up against this new guy but like he says uh oh you know i don't miss having the abs that's for sure and stuff like that and he goes like well you know like a lot of uh a lot of professional looking you know ufc fighters they have you know great physiques and everything he says no not me i'd rather be fat and hoppy so yeah. So he lets I himself go after all the fights, if you, and it's so awesome to see. He's like chiseled for these fights, and two weeks later, he's just got like like rolls, and he's like, yeah. I don't know, he just looks happy. Yeah, he looks happy, dude. He's who I aspire to be. If I could, if I could get back into shape that fast, if I could go on a food bender like that, I don't have any vices besides food. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is bad. That is bad. I mean, like that's one of the. Seven, gluttony, dude. It's one of the seven deadly oh. sins, dude. Like, I gotta get in touch with something. Yeah, dude. I mean, you know, I'll I'll pray for you about it. So, oh, I have been, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta find more God and less kitchen. That's for sure. Yeah, it, whenever you feel the eat, the urge to eat after a meal, whenever you feel the urge to eat a second meal after dude. your first meal, just read the Bible. And then all that'll quench something. Just, yeah, just... And the worst part is, is like in the summer, I like ate healthy. I like portioned out my meals. I cut like all candy. I didn't eat any ice cream or candy. I mean, on the weekends because weekends aren't real days. But like during the week, I was like trying to eat healthy, and I felt so much better. I looked. I liked the way I looked. Like I felt good. I had way more energy. And then as soon as this, the days started getting short and it got dark early. Oh, it was demon hour. Oh my god, I was like Batman. Anything <laughs> went. As soon as the sun went down, it was the purge, and I'm just housing candy. I bought you know this <laughs> big ass packs of Hershey bars, like fun size Hershey bars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I bought those and then a whole thing of peanut butter instead of just Reese cups so I could dip the chocolate in the peanut butter and eat it. I feel like White Goodman from Dodgeball. That's what I'm gonna like, be at the at the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what's wrong with the American cinema. No, no, don't let me think. Just let me be entertained. Mel milkshake brings other boys. Yeah, that's gonna be me. That's gonna, dude. I, I hope that day never comes. But if it does, you deserve it. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> all right, guys. That's an hour. Uh, Grant, Grant final words. Nothing. Nothing. Per usual. Good. This is good. Love doing this with you guys. Cam, you? Absolutely. Uh, sorry I was late, but I missed doing this. And I'm glad. I don't want school to start, but I am glad to get back in a routine where we can do this every week again. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's 2024. It's going to be a new year. Uh, I mean, me, myself, I mean, we talked, we've highlighted it a few times today. If you take away one thing from this episode, uh, Eli wants to attain a Batman physique. And a job uh, by spring break, and also a job would be on the like a job on the horizons would be nice. But you know, Batman physique is number one. And if I have to, if I have to stalk the streets of Columbus and beat up criminals to do that, then 
so be it. So be I it. I don't want to do that, but I guess if that's what it takes. Um, yeah. So keep that inside of you for for next time, I guess. Uh, from everyone here at I'm No Genius, I am Eli. He is Grant, and he is Cam. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye bye. Everybody loves my baby, but my baby knows.